Ahoy. Ugh. Therapy Monday. Yeah, that was a uh I got I got a I got a unk out of this week, you know. I, I feel like that was a game that the Browns won that game. <laughs> but we caught an L. Uh it sucks, man, because like we, we did have like after those, you know, we're down 14 zip. But we came back and we really started to shut them out that entire second half until that last drive. And, um, you know, it it sucks because that, that was a game very similar to how I look at the Steelers game was that was a winnable game that we kind of threw away. And, you know, what it boils down to you know, I'm trying to pinpoint things, um, and it's hard to pinpoint. It's it's super hard to pinpoint. You know, I I, I think the defense kind of struggled a little bit, um, blocking Tyler Lockett. You know, they kind of had problems with that all game, and uh, they did a really good job about you know taking care of DK. DK had a pretty nice game anyway, though. But. Uh-huh. I thought yeah. DK was pretty quiet. He, he was, and that's what I'm saying. He was very quiet. But the thing is that we talked about last week was that, you know, they do have Tyler Lockett. They do have Njigba. And he is the one that scored that touchdown. Uh, and DK was blocking for him. Um, you know, you there, there's a lot. For him. Holding. Yeah. Dude, there were, there were some things in that, that definitely missed um, quite often, you know, but. I said, you don't leave it up to the refs. You know, we, we, we should have stopped them. Uh, one thing that really stands out to me with that um, final drive was I hated that we called that timeout. You know, clock's running. You know, you kind of gave them more of a benefit than I feel like they gave you gave a benefit to us by calling that timeout. You know, you're you're under you're under two minutes at this point. And you kind of let them regroup and really settle in like, hey, what's the best play call here on the, on the 20 yard line, right? Uh, I, I didn't love that. And, and I understand where, you know, Kevin might have been coming from, like, especially thinking about like, well, if we get the ball back, we want more time. But man, I'd rather go into overtime than lose this game. And, uh, you know, you get the ball back with 38 seconds and you know you, you don't have anything to really go off of i mean you you know no one looked open pj walker was kind of running for his life in the backfield you know and it went four and out uh you know so it's it's very much a you know i don't know disappointing end to the game uh that in, in a game that i believe we should have won well, unfortunately, that we did have one, and it just uh, got away from us again. Um, you know, I, I've had some time to think about it a lot. You know, it's one of those damned if you don't, damned if you do um, kind of deals with that final drive for the Browns. Um, we could sit here and blame the whole game on that little play call. 
Um, you know, I, and I, I think it's been awful time management by the coaching staff, but you gotta, you gotta, you gotta tip your hat to Stefanski again, because it was just, I hate it, but it's the right thing, but it was another damn good play calling game for him, but you know, you could be perfect the whole game, but when it comes down to, you know, crunch time, you can't you can't be taking risks like that. You you but, can't throw the ball on a third and three when all your running backs average above four. It, I mean, yeah, there was it was you had it's one big. averaging three point nine, one averaging three point six, the other one was averaging four point three. <laughs> you were moving yeah. the ball very well on the ground, and you know it's just that final play. If you go back and watch it, there was guys open all over. And it just had to take uh, – <laughs> it ran, reminded me of a soccer play almost. <laughs> Jamal Adams had to get up there and, like, head the ball. And he literally did. Uh, yeah, it just uh, – it just seemed like he did it on purpose too, and that's what yeah, makes it I, funny. I mean, but... Rome Ford was wide open in the middle of the field. Uh, I mean, yep. he threw it. He threw it right. Ford was right in the middle, uh, and you know, and, and that was a you know would have been a first down. But um, that's one of those things where the the ceiling, you know, is low with PJ Walker. You know, I thought he had a very nice game, but you you see these limitations, right? I mean, yeah, but we're not we're not going. Uh, even if we, you know, run it back with PJ Walker the remaining of the year, I don't think we'd make the playoffs. And, I, and then we, even if we did, we'd be knocked out first round. Uh, I mean, he, he he played good. He had a good game, but he's very much a one read kind of guy. We saw it all game. You know, for example, that that throw to Amari Cooper, um, corner of the end zone. Man, if he just looked at Elijah Moore, it was wide open. Wide open in the center of the field, walk in touchdown. Um, so it, it it's one of those things where the team's there, and like we've been talking about for basically the our entire lives at this point, uh, we just need a quarterback. We just need a quarterback because this team's ready to go, and. Is that PJ did not play bad. I mean, he, he was 15 for 31, which is obviously not a great stat. Completion percentage was 48.4. Uh, but 248 yards, one touchdowns, two interceptions. Passer rating or QBR of 67.9. Uh, you know, I mean, I, that's I would probably say his best game that he's had so far. He finally get that touchdown. Um, you know, but like, like we said a little bit earlier, I mean, the running game was working by all three of our backs. I mean, Kareem Hunt, 14 attempts, 55 yards, averages 3.9 a carry, along with nine. Pierre Strong had a very nice game, 10 rushes, 41 yards, average of 4.1, along with 12. Jerome Ford, nine rushes, 37 yards, 4.1 a carry, along with 12 as well. Um and and BJ Walker had had a very actually worked very well as quarterback keeper. He had six rushes, twenty seven yards, 
long of nine. I mean, those are those are good numbers. And it boils down to certain when you're in certain situations, you've got to rely on these guys. You've got to rely on these guys. And especially when you're doing all these formations where you have Nick Harris coming in at fullback. Okay. You have a lineman lining up as a fullback to charge in front and knock over whoever's in that way. You're third and three, you know, third and short. Please just run the ball. You know, you can get fancy with how you run the ball. I don't care. But these guys are putting in work. <laughs> be and careful it, it, what you look for, Mike. I, I know, be I know. Because, because Kevin, Kevin will be like, oh, well, you said it. Um, Say less, bro. Say less. Yeah. But you know what I mean? It's like, it, it comes down to it where all these guys are, are eating. They're eating good. And you don't stray away from it. And they, and they, they started to stray away from it a little bit, even though it was relatively consistent. Um, you know, little shuffle dump passes work really good. Screens work good. And, you know, and I feel like when we're in a pinch, they're like, Hey, let's have PJ Walker throw, throw some darts. <laughs> right. Like, uh, I don't know. A little bit frustrating. Yeah. Um, we're just gonna keep circling back to this play. It seems like because probably the most talked about thing right now is that it's from a time management standpoint or just trying to seal the game. You run the ball. The good thing is you get you would get a first down. The negative would be you get stopped and it's fourth and whatever. Okay. The thing about that is the clock runs, you punt the ball, you get it underneath two minutes because they ran that play, that pass play, it brought it underneath two minutes. Yeah. So they would have ran the clock down underneath two minutes, whether they got the first down or not. And they would they would either had to punt the ball away or just basically seal it up at that point. But um it, it's all about field position, I think, at that point in the game. And yeah, if, and you basically handed it to them at the 45, right? I mean, right. I mean, yeah, you gave it, gave them the ball at the 45-yard line with a bunch of time left and two timeouts. Um, you know, if you would have punted it and at least try to push them back to the 20-yard line, the way your defense was playing, I mean, in the second half at least, it was good enough to, you know, make it come down to the wire and at least force a field goal. Yeah. Um, this was just, it was, you gotta be better. You know, it's every second matters. Every yard matters at that point in the game. Um, you know, those time, those timeouts don't come easily. So, I mean, they, they don't grow on trees, should I say? So um, they really blew a, a big opportunity to move up in the division. Um, with Pittsburgh taking the L, and now you got Cincinnati climbing from the depths of hell. Yeah, um, and I mean, all three all three of us are technically tied. Um, we're yeah. in third place, Cincinnati in fourth, and uh, we're, we're tied with Pittsburgh. Although they they beat us, so they're on top. And then and then we see the Ravens at six and two. Yeah, um, it's just been kind of a it's a tough game to swallow. I I. I 
I know I said the score, but I, I really didn't have a great feeling on this game. Um, they played a lot better than I thought they would. Um, defensively, it was a little more disappointing, I think. Um, yeah. I mean, they got out to a 14.0 lead. That's that's very tough to come back from. But the offense was good enough to, you know, punch back and yeah. get back into the game. Um and I mean, we really had a chance to like end the game a few times. Talked. There's a yeah, few we, times where we're in their territory, and we we just stopped moving the ball. It just yeah. went. To it a just hole. couldn't. We couldn't. It uh, couldn't put the ball in the end zone as for as many times we were in the red zone uh, yesterday. It's been, you know, this was what happens. Uh, sometimes you can't win the game with field goals. Um, and then on the other hand, we, it was a dropped pick six by Cam Mitchell. I mean, that's a rookie. I'm sure, I'm sure he's eaten himself up, but I mean, Ooh, that was a, that was a walk. Walk, Yeah. Walk and touchdown. And that would have, that would have put up, put us up 10, you know, it's another one of those plays, right? Where. Could have, should have, could have, should have had it, um, but you know it, it ends up just being a uh, incompletion, and uh, it's a nice play. But at the end of the day, you know it's a it's a drop and uh, it's a Browns loss, and um, yep. you know, and you know it's a lot. I mean, a lot of these guys played really good. I mean, Amari Cooper had a great game. David Njoku was, in my opinion, a super highlight. Uh, it had a really, really nice game and really clutch situations. Um, Elijah Moore, I think, had a pretty good game again. Yeah. Um, for all the criticism he has gotten, I think he's been very quietly a key part of the offense. Sure. Um, he came very clutch on short plays, and he's had a turn it up field. Um, the running backs, like you said, I mean, Pierre Strong, wow, just wow. Yeah. Yeah, uh, one one reception for forty one yards, yep. and that was wow. that was a beautiful play, man. He, something about him—he's elusive, he's quick, um, he's, and he he hits the hole hard. That's why like he him. and he can really—he has got some agility around these guys, right? When people are starting to run towards him to go for a tackle, he's he's swift with how he's could kind of maneuver around people. Uh, he looks good, and I, he, he keeps showing these flashes. You know, and uh, I really would really like to see what what he has to offer in in the future. Uh, Drum Ford was cl- clearly hurt, and I was like, all right, well, let's see what. I mean, I've been kind of saying the last few weeks, like Pierre Strong is is definitely being overlooked as a good back here, and uh, I'm glad we kind of got to see what he's made of against this I mean really good uh, Seattle defense, and. Uh, yeah, I mean, I feel very confident in the, in this backfield, even without Nick Chubb uh, going forward. And and it really breaks down to, I mean, it really breaks down to this quarterback, man. It really breaks down to the quarterback. Um, yep. And and the thing is, uh, I mean, PJ's PJ played good, but at the end of the day, man, he's not a starting caliber quarterback. We all know that. Um, I really like him as a backup really like it was a backup in clutch situations. I mean, look at last week. I mean, we're just like, Deshaun's clearly not ready to go. PJ, you go in, we're not even gonna hesitate. 
He, he came in and took care of business. And I love that. That's what you need as a, as a backup quarterback. But man, if we want to be anything, any type of good or consistent or championship level team that our defense looks and our offense has all the pieces to do, we need Deshaun back and we need Deshaun back and ready to play. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I, and I have not seen it outside of that Tennessee game from him. Mind you, he's only played three games this year and this is going to week nine. Um, I don't know, man. It's in a week that we're going into Arizona, um, which here in Cleveland, but an Arizona team that is not good, but they play good. They play, they play hard. Very tough. They play very tough. They want to win. They don't have all the pieces, a lot of injuries. Obviously, Kyler Murray is out, and and uh, they've already said that Kyler Murray will not be back next week for this Browns game. But Josh Jobs has been playing good. He's been playing very good. So um, we'll see what happens. But, man, like I, I mean, I feel confident that P.J. can come in and win this game for us. But at this point, it's been so long without Deshaun. We gotta have him back. Yeah, I, I think this is it. It's sounding like he might be back this week, but I don't know. That's just a lot of speculation. But yeah. um, uh, something I just wanted to make a quick little note about is what's coming up in a couple days. Here is the trade deadline. Um, there's been a lot of rumors and murmurs on what the Browns may or may not do. Um, you know, there's. Jay Glazer reported yesterday that the Browns are big on running backs along with the Packers and the Ravens, and they've made calls, allegedly made calls to Tennessee about Derrick Henry, which I think is kind of an interesting thing um, to add. I, you know, that's a very curious name, whether you like it or not, but with adding someone like Derrick Henry allows you to go back to what your form would have been with Nick Chubb, where you can hand the ball off and lean on the run. But, you know, that's a lot of, you know. Yeah, whatever that would take. You know, I wonder what what it would take to get him. Because I I really wouldn't mind him. The thing is, he's just a rental for half a season at this point. Um, You know, my biggest concern right here is receiver. It receiver is. is definitely it's i mean the biggest thing here is receiver guys um you know like i said one of the names i said mari cooper you know and joku elijah moore who is one person we have not even said and i don't believe he had a single reception this week this dpj man where is he at um if you go back and look i mean the separation he's getting is next to none you can't throw him the ball it's hard. I mean, the, the windows that you have to throw it into, PJ Walker can't make, and that tells you a lot. And I think I think Donovan is a great player, but you know, he, I mean, he's, his contract's up after this year. He's definitely probably going to be walking. I think you he know, might be one of the names that might be on the. On the I was I was just gonna say he hasn't been producing for us and it's he's just not fitting in with his current offense, um you know I and I I, I would I think a trade like this would for Jerry Judy and DPJ would be good send DPJ there 
we get Jerry Judy and we send them a what? I mean, what would you what would you give them? A fifth round pick, fourth round pick? Yeah, um, I imagine Denver is going to be asking for a lot more. They want a lot more. They want a lot. Yeah, more. yeah. There's a there's a ton of names. I think they all have a price. Um, you know, Denver's on a you know the hot sellers right now with Cortland Sutton and um, Jerry Judy. Uh, you know, there's a lot of names out there. I, I could see the Browns getting some extra offensive line help, um, whether they want to go another route from Jed Wills. But I, I'd say that he's played pretty well the last couple of weeks after facing a lot of criticism. Um, yesterday, he fought through a pretty bad ankle injury. Um, but I still think he had a pretty solid game. Um, and then you uh, – you could take a look at adding more i know this sounds crazy but more defensive pieces um yeah the more the merrier uh as where we're taking a lot of hits on the defensive side of the ball and our depth is getting a lot thinner um we don't know what happened with the darius smith and how long that entry is going to be uh same with uh greg newsome so you could you could really see us you know, maybe trying to find a rental in a corner this week. Um, but, yeah, you know, tomorrow, tomorrow, Tuesday at 4 p.m. is the deadline. Mm-hmm. Uh, nothing nothing has really shaken out. I've seen anything right now um, coming across. But, yeah, man, I, I think there's, there's definitely some, some key pieces. If we want to, you know, really be successful this year, I think we do need uh, some more depth on our offensive line. I mean, even uh, Dwan Jones left yesterday, came back, but James Hudson came in. Um, didn't play terrible, but... I thought he played pretty good. Yeah, I was like, he, he played pretty good. He said he didn't play terrible, but, like, I like him as a depth piece. I would, I don't want him as a starter <laughs> at this yeah. point. And, uh, you know, it, it's one of those things that even go back, going back last year, I was like, hey, maybe maybe James Hudson can be that guy. But the more you, more you see of him... You know, he's a great rotate rotational piece, I guess, if if there's an injury. Um and uh I, I'm blanking on his name. He he was that kind of guy from he, we had him a few years, uh, but he played guard, center, and tackle. Do you know who I'm talking about? Yes, I, I Bl- do. Blanking on his name. He he was hurt his whole last year with us. Um, but he reminds me of him a lot. And uh you know, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. We get we have a day left for that. Um, but me personally, if I was to you know throw out one name, I would, I would like to get Jared Judy or some type of receiver um, that fits a little bit better. Or or even if we don't, I, I I do want Cedric Tillman to come in. I know he's been injured and he, he's been ruled out or inactive the last couple of weeks, but he needs to get healthy just to kind of see what we have with him because we haven't seen much from him. We haven't seen much from David Bell. A lot of these guys, we haven't seen almost anything from, you know, and it's week in and week out, you know, Elijah Moore, Mari Cooper, uh, some DPJ, and Njoku. No one else. No one else. Yep. And it's it's one of those things where we felt good coming into the season, right? We're like, oh, we got, you know, Marquise Goodwin. We got... Uh, you know, so we got Cedric Tillman, we got David Bell, we got, you know, blah, 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 blah. It's like these guys, 
have not been showing up in the in the scenarios that we want them to and i don't know if they're being utilized properly or not even if they are i mean i don't think we have the quarterback that that the, right now right now to do it that to really show these skill sets off but outside of that we don't even see them get a catch or two a game you know there's none of these guys that we can like actively rely on we need someone that can step up to the plate and just be consistently good for us um so we'll see what happens this upcoming week against the cardinals uh 1 p.m sunday we'll talk about it later this week uh in our next video um anything else you want to add no that's it that's just that's just turn it around this week and you know, get back in the win column, and it could feel good going back into Baltimore. Hopefully, Deshaun's ready to go. Yeah, I mean, five and three looks a lot better than four and four. So, um, yeah, I mean, we're not in a bad spot, but yesterday was a game that they should have won, and you know, you could have been feeling really, really good um, coming home to Arizona. Yeah, uh, having to win three tough games without your starting quarterback, but. No, 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 this one you kind of got to take on the chin. It's something that, you know, it was in our hands and we gave it away. Um, and it seems like that's always a thing that yeah, we're just giving away games that we should win. But let's just yeah. wrap it out and put it behind us. Let's, let's, head there. Yeah, let's, let's look forward. Let's not be too negative, guys. There's a lot of good things that we see from this, this Browns offense. They just need to start clicking and we need to get Deshaun back and him to play well. And I, I still feel confident in, in that happening uh, this year. Um, but we'll see. Who knows? Uh, go Browns. Thanks for watching. Go Browns. And we'll see you later this week for our, uh, our game.